0: You're listening to the Toy Photographers Podcast, the official podcast of toyphotographers.com. On this show, we talk to people around the world who are turning Lego, action figures, miniatures, custom creations, and more into amazing works of art.
1: I would love to say welcome to everybody to the Toy Photographers dot com's official podcast. My name is Christina Alexanderson and with me to talk about the theme for today that is hope is shelly Corbett. How are you, Shelley? I'm good, Christina. Thanks for having me back. Uh, oh, that's my, my honour to have you back. Uh, you kind of uh, push, push me into the corner and I have to actually try to find a way out to actually say what I want to say. And you always have a different opinion than I have. So I love that. Uh, how are you? How has the week been photography-wise or the month? I, it's been really
2: good month for photography. Uh, hope pushed me. It took me quite a while to figure out what I was going to do and then plus I worked finally did a six image narrative for the blog. I'm very excited. I, I finally did one. You did?
1: And uh, oh, did you do did you do the one you prom- promised me at least a half a year ago, maybe 9 months ago? And- I'm waiting. I'm kinda of waiting like a babe for the baby to be delivered.
2: Okay, okay. I got five of the six images. I'm really close on that one. Okay, I'll add that to my list, I promise. I'll do another one. I, I'm so proud yeah, I got this okay. one
1: done. They did Now oh, you have promised me that one. They're so I'm hard. in labor. <laughs> I know it's hard. I know. But you said it would be easy and you would be finished in January. And I've been waiting and waiting. And now it's July. So I'm really soon to be July. So I'm kind of due over. So I want it to be delivered now. Oh, my God. Okay. Great way to start the
2: podcast with a, a heap full of guilt, Christina. Thank you.
1: <laughs> so how's your about photography this.
2: been going?
1: Oh, as I told you, before we started recording, I had this remarkable work. I did this remarkable work with my tilt shift and I really used the tilt to make the angles work for me in the room and I was so proud of myself. So it's um, it's working. I'm doing a lot of photography for work. Oh, well, congratulations. But otherwise... <laughs> And uh, doing photography for work makes you more or less thinking, oh, I should do something for myself as well. But you don't really get around to it all the time, even though I have done some work during the month. It's
2: hard. It's hard to do both.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it is. Hope, you said uh, you, you really... You worked around it. What was it with uh, the theme of hope? Where where did you start and where did you end?
2: Well, it was if right now living in the US that doesn't feel like there's a lot of hope and there's just a lot of chaos in the news and in the daily life and trying to drive through the city and going around roadblocks and trying to time my my home, my my trip home from work, and is the freeway gonna be closed because of protesters?
1: So hope sort of looms big, like would be nice to have some. Don't you have hope for the normal? I kind of go around wishing and hoping that everything will go back and be just the same as it were before when it wasn't chaos and everybody had to be home and kind of stuck wherever because of the virus and then upon that you had the protests in in the U.S. Yeah I I don't want it to go
2: back to what it was I mean it'd be nice to go back to before the virus in terms of just being healthy and not being afraid every time you leave the house but not go back to what we as a society are I do not want to go back to that I want us to grow out and I have hope that we are going to grow out of where we are and that we as a society, especially those of us who are privileged and white, are going to learn and grow from this. That's my hope. So that's where I started with mine. But we're jumping ahead.
1: <laughs> you making us way a cliffhanger. <laughs> cliffhanger, <laughs> yes.
2: Because we had some really lovely... Uh, Im- images that were, that the community came and brought to us and uh, I I would there were some really nice themes, we, so Christina and I just so everyone knows, we chose two images that we're going to talk about that we felt represent some of the themes that we saw in all the images and some of those images were, were flight, fantasy, magic, escape, there was uh, a, a some uh, some ominous nature to some of the images some some death and then uh and the use of superheroes and maybe that's just because we're in the toy photography community but there was a lot of of superhero references
1: isn't that hope we kind of wishing for someone to rescue you when you need it the most yeah
2: yeah i think we definitely have that fantasy that someone's going to come in and rescue us. Um, and there are a lot of pairs we saw a lot of pairs and I think there was um, a a good helping of friendship
1: yeah and and there is hope in having having a friend in in the dark times is always a a bit of a hope yeah I I agree I
2: think we don't want to go we don't want to be alone
1: yeah and and thinking about that my philosophy is that we kind of walk alone all all through life we are kind of born alone and we live alone and we pretend that we kind of be together and do understand one another uh, a short while but I don't think I think that the moments when we really do actually connect are so slim and so small and kind of shallow and we can't really know when I always hope for connection and kind of and a lot of my work as you know is about that uh, aspiring for a person or a viewer or someone to actually understand me for a moment or two it's a powerful moment when that comes when that happens I don't think. I think the hard thing. I'm. I'm really pessimistic. I. I realise, but, but I think the the difficulty with that is uh, that even though you kind of go round in life hoping to be at least I do. I hope to be understood. I kind of really realise that the moment that I will be understood, I will probably won't be there. I won't. won't probably won't be able to recognise that 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 moment is the moment when someone really understands me. I will find out in, when I think about it in, in retrospect. When I look back at that moment, I'll realise, oh, they really did understand, even though that I didn't understand that they did understand. <laughs> because we can't really... Interact or connect. I think that's my philosophy. That's my way of looking at life. Uh, that we are really diff- the difficulty we we really struggle with through life is uh, commu- communication and trying to actually understand and to be present in the present. When you're creating art, you're making
2: a statement. You're making your a thought and you put it out into the world but you're not there for the reaction so whatever that so you put it out with the faith that it will find an audience and even if it's just one person but you but you i believe you're right you're not there for that moment of understanding and sometimes yeah. it's a it's a few minutes from when you made it or it could be i remember the joke when i was growing up in, and in college is like that is that you make stuff but your audience finds you five years after you made it that's how big the lag is and it may be shorter because we're in a much more compressed time frame these days but there's there's a lag there's always going to be a lag between when where you're at and where your audience is at
1: yeah and and I can be before them or after them I don't really know you never know (laughs) but I always hope for that moment. So and I can see that in the work that the, we have uh, from the community. But thinking about that, we got a lot of sum- submissions from the community. What's your thoughts about that? Why did this theme get people n- to actually make images?
2: I think we're all looking for hope. I th- I, I th- I'm not everybody. I mean I can't speak for everybody, but our the our audience, the people who are who who enjoy listening to this, which thank you all. Thank you so much for your support, is we're all kind of like minded in some ways. And we are looking for a sliver of hope. And we do want to project that into the world. Because if we can create it and if we can make it, then it will be there. Yeah. As not very profound. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know but hope that, seems in really short supply right now
1: <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's why people submit it because they also see the need to portray hope in this in, in this short moment of time where we are the need for hope is kind of universal yeah i, I believe it is
2: a very universal concept so, um, of the of the images that we 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 that people submitted, thank you for all your submissions. Christina and I chose two that we thought.
1: Well that was and and it was harsh. It was really difficult to make that choice. We had to go back and forth a lot, as we do. <laughs> <laughs> but I have to tell everybody because they don't know. They may think it's really easy for us to make this choice, and just pick them out of all these images. It was really hard. Oh yeah, it's because- me
2: me sending you an email saying you cho- choose choose and you send me an email back going, no, you choose it, and I'm like, no. And then we get on the phone call, and you're like, well, what do you do? And I'm like, no, you choose yours first. <laughs> And then we could paint like seven images. Well, that one's good. Well, we could, that one, well, what, but this is a good one. Yeah. And then we, 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 it was a tough choice.
1: Yeah, it was. And, and, and when we finally made the choice, I realized I didn't understand that image at all. You kind of gave me a new way of looking at it. And the reason I think, I don't know, because I haven't read the text. But the reason, I think, why I didn't really see what you saw in the image is because I never read anything around the images. And preparing for today's podcast, I thought, I'll go through the Instagram feed, and then I'll read through the stories that people submit with their images. And I kind of started doing that, and I came through about... 12 images and then I got kind of, no, I know what this is about and then I went on and when we picked it, I picked this we picked uh, one of the images that uh, the f- there are four Legos is um, is the, the handle uh, you know the name, you know what his name is, is Matthew? Matthew
2: Matthew is yeah. our moderator in MeWe and Matthew is a character Uh, and an awesome tell me more uh, awesome fellow (laughs) Uh, yeah Matthew's a headstrong and uh, unique and uh, a dad and he's building a house and he lives out in the middle of nowhere and he loves film and he likes to challenge people in the community to do this one and done which I could never do that challenge which is basically take one photo and call it done and I'm like no (laughs) I'm so not going there uh, but Matthew took this great photo, uh, and and everyone, you're gonna have to just buck up and either follow the tag or go to the website, the the blog, eventually, and see these images. I know you guys don't like it when we talk about photos, but it's a uh, a very narrow crop, maybe sixteen nine, and it is a photo of a very classic. Uh, looking. No,
1: s- it is. No, it isn't. It's a, a blue image and it's a landscape image. And in the image, it's really blue. It's blue all uh, together. And when you, when you do your work of looking at the image, I don't want you to tell me who it is in the image because there isn't an person in the image before you tell me and in this image there is a figure and he's right on the right hand of the the, the frame he is kind of leaning parallel or a bit to the right and I can see half his face and I can see his torso, almost the whole torso. I can see that he has great muscles and on the torso there is a big sign in yellow and red and I would recognize it as an S on the torso of this figure and on the shoulders he has this red kind of red part uh, or maybe it's it looks like it's plastic and it should maybe be a cape and when an ordinary person look at this image they see Superman But you don't have to see Superman. And you see in front of this figure, there is some sort of plastic. I would say it's a plastic bag because when I read the image, I see it as this figure in this plastic bag, kind of without a breath and without a hope and kind of locked in in this plastic bag, dying, not having any hope of life. Or maybe it's me in the plastic bag, waiting for the superhero to save me and the hope is that he will come and rescue me. When I look at this image, I thought, why did he put the plastic bag there? Because that's the main focus for me and when you when we talked about this image and we talked about picking it, you said, "Oh, I think that's amazing." When he put it in the eyes, and I thought I didn't see any eyes. I only saw the plastic bag. I couldn't really recognize that it could be eyes at all. For me, I was either inside the bag or outside the bag trying to rescue the hero and then I'll be the hero or I'm the villain or the person that needs to be rescued either way I can't really say I love Matthew's work because uh, because he always work with several images on Instagram he starts with one this is a close up then he goes to the next one and then he has gone backwards it isn't that interesting it's kind of a story of the process of doing this image I wish I didn't have to see because here the plastic is even more um, even more focused and I think it's then I only see a toy in a plastic bag and have lost the illusion of me being part of the game and parting part of the, the reaction or the, the spin that the story is about. And the third image is of the freeze bag. And then I think, oh, it was a freeze bag. And when I looked at the image for the first time, I thought, OK, it was a freeze bag. And then I left it. But going back to the image and looking at the image, the first image, the close crop of the figure that is locked in the freezing bag or locked out of the freezing bag if I'm in it, is amazing. And telling me how you did it is also fun But I don't want it. I want to wonder. I want to ask the questions. And I don't want the answers portrayed maybe in another Instagram story or another Instagram post. But not here. It kind of tricked me to just saying that it was a Superman in the back. And uh, that made me kind of... (laughs) I I love the first image, and I kind of don't like. Um, I have more troubles with the backstory or, or t- telling me around it. And then I talked to you, and you said all about the eyes, and I thought I should have read the text. <laughs> Maybe there is a story there that I missed because I just saw Superman needing me to be the superhero in this story. I am not a fan of the multi um,
2: multi image posts at all, and I, like you, I didn't, I don't. I mean, I know that's the that's the thing on Instagram is to show the behind the scenes, but I don't, I don't want to see the behind the scenes. I, I want the magic, and I want it intact, and I want to be able to read into this image whatever the heck I want to read into it, be it a plastic bag or a uh, a figure frozen. And you cracked me up, Christina. Just We'll just let you describe all the photos in the future because obviously <laughs> I'm incapable, but I think I said that last time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because you kind of go directly on the I, That's but see that's me. I'm like, I see it. I'm like, okay, Superman frozen, what does that mean to me? That means hope is not coming. It means hope is 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 frozen in time it's it's I I love the way that the line crosses the figure I like the way the s is is obscured because of the ice crystals I like the fact that he's so blue and is he alive or is he dead I mean everything is in stasis I love that I don't care how he did it but uh, but reading the text and how impromptu this was and how he got to this he just threw the thing in a bag because he wanted to like protect it and then threw it and he just liked it I loved how really good images don't have to be so we don't have to agonize over them sometimes the best images are super simple they're just you see it you grab it you and it's perfect you don't have to do all this stuff around them and I loved everything about this image and yeah yeah, Matthew don't don't dilute the fabulous image
1: with this bs behind it man yeah i agree (laughs) i agree totally agree but i can't see the eyes how i even look at it to see the eyes i only see the plastic bag but it but either way i mean yeah i love it anyway it doesn't really matter but but you kind of put me in you put me in an in a spot there, because I realized I didn't even know that I was supposed to see eyes. <laughs> well, I. But
2: either way, the image of the the superhero, this the 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 our great white hope is is not coming. It doesn't matter how he's not coming. Whatever he he's not. And this broken image, this this broken person, this 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 image that is is frozen either for whatever reason i mean the image the the, the effect is the same and whether yeah, you see it, it as I, ice or or in a bag
1: suffocating I, god that's morbid yeah. you're dark Christina
2: <laughs> jesus <laughs>
1: But I love the way it's cropped. I love the way he has cropped the figure and took the eyes out of the image of the figure. You don't need those because it makes him plastic. It makes him like a toy. He's more alive in this in the way he has framed him.
2: Yeah, he's very alive. No, it's really. Matthew, well done. So take our comments with a grain of salt. It's just us. <laughs> but uh thank you for presenting your image and,
1: and giving us a ray of uh hope. So thank thank you. Yeah. Sh- yeah. Should I go for the next one and describe that as well? <laughs> oh yeah, I'm not
2: gonna touch that with a ten foot pole. You
1: describe the image, Christina, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, uh, this is a, um, a, a portrait oriented image. It's standing and um, it's black and white or grey, I would say, and it's grey uh, in altogether it's kind of a hush vignette on it it's darker in the corners and lighter in the center so the photographer has kind of put a vignette on it because he wants the eye to center to the center of the image and uh, it's gray mostly of the image is grey and in the middle there are two figures and they are standing towards the wall and in the middle of the wall there is kind of a line just in the middle of the image going behind the figures kind of connecting them together and the figures are standing together really really close and uh we could say it, it's two figures and they are kind of the same height. The figure on the right-hand side is kind of leaning towards the figure on the left hand and holding their arms around the figure and the figure on the left-hand side is also holding his or hers arm. You can't say if there is a he, him or her. You can't really say anything about the sex. The, the figures are in the whole figure, you can see the whole figure from toe to head and they kind of kind of embracing one another and leaning, one is leaning towards the other and the figure on the left hand side is looking up towards the possibility or the hope of a future and the other figure seems to be leaning towards the other figure and finding hope or some sort of uh, hope in the embrace and there the figures are two skeletons so we would say that we see two skeletons embracing one another
2: yep that that's that's pretty much it very black and white very harsh vignette two skeletons in an embrace one head down one looking out and one looking in and this image is by chris rose who um big favorite of mine I love Chris's work and this is unusual for him because he's really known for his boca in the background a lot of nature shots and this one with the brick in the background is very different from him but I think it works well with this image uh and I, this is like I guess for me an image that the idea is greater than the photo itself where just the idea of two people in a in an eternal embrace, and the hope of finding a relationship that is so profound and so important that it transcends death. So that that's for me what, what this image is about. You, Christina.
1: I think the 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 great aspect of doing using skeletons is that they kind of lack personality, and they could be anyone. They could be you. They could be me. And I love the way he makes them almost live, even though we connect or we see these figures as something that symbolize death. That. So it becomes an image of a hope of a life after this where you can find one another and you can actually lean and find hope in another person's arm or you can find hope in the life after this. So for me there is a lot of symbolism in this image. You can, And I think he really works that out really well by putting or letting the figures lean towards one another, looking out of the image. The figure on the left hand looking up, almost looks at the life after or the possibilities that uh, the life after death could have. On the other hand, the other figure seems to be finding hope inside her or himself uh, or maybe in in the embrace of the, the loved one. I think it's amazing. I really love it. And I love it because it also th- makes me think about this Swedish uh, street artist that's, that does a, re- a lot of work in using skulls, um, painting skulls uh, on walls and kind of making them connect to one another, looking at one another, kind of making them have a life even though they are... Yes, the remains of what becomes of us when we don't have a life. Yeah, skeletons
2: are really a, a just an excellent motive that way. They, they are all about the here and the now and the present and also the future. They, they just very are just a really excellent motive, and uh, they, they convey so many different ideas with so many layers with just being who they are.
1: But letting them stand makes them kind of being alive. If he had put them on the ground, lying down, it would have been more a grave or a setting of death. Now it becomes something that is living.
2: Yeah, the more I look at this image, the more I realize it, it it's just masterfully posed, just the way the arms are and uh, and the way the... Why he chose one figure to look down and in, and the other to look up and out, and how that it's just there's such a moment of intimacy here. Uh, it's just I had to do this with skeletons, who probably not the easiest to stand. I mean, I know that 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 Christina, you're just. The, if they're just plastic they're just toys <laughs> but I mean that's a lot of joints that are loose and I'm like yeah. looking at them going that's just a lot of work just to get there I'm just so impressed it's really yeah, well yeah
1: me too yeah really I'm really impressed that you made them stand but putting that aside because <laughs> that's that's part of the thing we don't need to talk about I think it I think it's important that they stand because that makes the story a totally different one than if he had put them on the ground lying together, embracing one another. It would have been a, a grave, a grave yeah. scene.
2: It would have been the past. It would have been, It would. Have, there would have been a, a, a distance, uh, a, a past to it, a past love versus yeah. now it's being standing and live and. And, and so doing, implying they are still living, it is a future, it is a now, it is a hopeful image. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, and it's a, it's a image of a, a life after death. Uh, a kind of I love talking about my myth everybody that has listened to me before knows that I love Hades I love the stories about the life after death because it gives me hope (laughs) and this makes me this is also for me a story about some sort of life after the death
2: I'm not gonna burst your bubble Christina
1: (laughs) (laughs) you don't have to okay so
2: Thank you Chris That was an awesome image uh, And thank you to everyone who Participated in this month's hope So now we're going to keep going with Pears uh, n- And the next one So Christina Since you're so good at describing <laughs> images
1: <laughs> Yeah I should. I, this is a, This is a handful to do this one There's going a long... There's so much to look at in this image. So Uh, we're um, going on to
2: mine, right?
1: Yeah, we are going on to yours. And it's... um, This is a landscape-orientated image in colour. And uh, the main impression of the colours is green or really soft and really warm colours. It's outside and... um, in in the center or in the middle of this image, I see two figures, uh, at least in focus, there is two figures. And, and they are sitting, seem to be sitting down on a cloth that is red. and on this red cloth or red uh, red square, I would say, is uh, uh, something that I read as a teapot, and uh, I, I also read two cups. And there are two figures, or maybe there are four figures on this cloth. There is a, a figure on the right hand uh, that is sitting, seems to be sitting down. And she, I would say it's a she because she has long hair and it's in two ponytails. And on her left-hand side is a blue figure that I read as a teddy bear. And on the other side of this red square is another figure that I read also as a female figure because of the hair as well and maybe the face and maybe some sort of eyelashes. And behind that figure there is in a soft focus what I read as a figure that has long ears. Maybe it's a, a rabbit or something like that. And in the background I can see some sort of almost like a rainbow kind of framing these figures sitting on this cloth and it's a lens flare but it also could be a rainbow even though it seems to go all the way around so I kind of lose this there because there is a almost a circle around them and in the foreground there is some sort of flowers white flowers on the left hand side on the and other under the cloth is also some sort of flowers or kind of almost it looks like the white flowers but it, it isn't fully in blossom yet so it's kind of greenish and the background is all in bokeh green, really beautiful it seems to be in I would say it's backlit maybe not no it isn't but it's in bright sun. I would say it's rather bright light in this image. And if you were to see the image, you would say there is two Lego figures in the image and one has a kind of yellow hair and the other one has brown hair and they are have two different skin colors or two different colors of the Lego figure's skin. And if I would... Well, to read it, I would say it's a picnic in the greenery, two friends or two children sitting on a cloth with their toys, with a teddy and their rabbit together, playing around, drinking coffee, pretending to be adults, out with the family and having this amazing moment of, uh, of just joy. But when I looked at this image and I thought of it as a, a moment of two friends being together and thinking about the theme hope I thought it must be an image of the hope of being somewhere else with someone else. The hope of everything to to become a bit different. Looking at this image it It made me think about myself and the way I usually kind of fall into daydreaming about the possibility that everything would change, that I would be this person that could actually sit in the greenery together with a friend, having a picnic and this amazing moment. But I know if I were there, I would be restless and wouldn't be able to sit still and I would want to do the next stuff and I would have difficulty to find this moment, to be in the moment. So for me it's an image about hoping and longing and wishing for being just able to take the moment and actually be in the moment.
2: It's a very aspirational Yeah Thank you for appreciating my full circle uh, lens yeah, flare. Really beautiful. I was yeah. Very happy with that.
0: And I yeah, want you, you to know be.
2: it's backlit because I woke up at 6 a.m. and hit sunrise, <laughs> which never happened. So, like, yes, I'm a real photographer. I got up at sunrise. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's really the. It's I love the greenery. It's so soft and beautiful, and it's kind of in in this greenery of the 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 forest, and we kind of sit there, and the next adventure is just around the corner. Tell me about the image. Well, I'll get, I
2: I want to uh, shout out to Astrid Haylight because this is definitely inspired by her image from earlier. Um, about the the happiness, that one, uh, yeah. Whatever that theme was. So this is a, really inspired by that. So okay, and I, if you've been watching the news, Christina, you know that the U.S. is in a bit of a uh, um, a bit of an uproar, and race yes. relations are a huge part of that. And I've been doing a lot of. You know, work that as me, as a privileged white female, have been have been doing, and and it made me realize that there are so few uh, flesh tones options in the Lego universe. And luckily, I had. Um, a month or so ago reached out to Minifigs and me, and they had sent me a bunch of female heads in other colors other than flesh and yellow because yellow, well, we won't even go there, but it basically <laughs> is white. It, it's a stand-in, uh, a lame-ass stand-in for white. Um, and so I really wanted to have a, an image for showing a future where children of all colors could – just play and be kids together and I was thinking of an archetypical scene of childhood and it was the tea party and really when we just get down to it we are all the same and sitting around and just playing make-believe is and using our imagination and just that innocence of childhood but I had to paint the head because there are no really good Hairstyles for little girls of color in the Lego universe. And I didn't, I wasn't, my my uh, my crafting skills aren't up to making my own yet. So I, I took a head, a hairstyle that I thought would be at least sort of close and painted it dark. So that's kind of where I was headed with that image. It was, it was very aspirational and something we're not there yet, but I hope that someday we can get there.
1: I see a Lego. Piece under the cloth um.
2: <laughs> I know and I'm like oh my god I should have edited that out damn I didn't See that because <laughs> if I had Seen that I would totally would have moved The that um, The uh, yeah That plant I would have done A little clone and pasting and moved that over
1: Hmm because it's almost like they are floating, uh, uh, almost like they are flying on this uh, carpet, almost like a flying carpet. When I looked at it, I thought maybe they are on a flying carpet.
2: Maybe I should leave it floating. I, I mean, they are yeah. literally floating because they're on a, a, a bed of um, succulents, So which is very spiky. So I had to build them up so that they were right above it. And I actually kind of like the floating. Maybe I'll just take the Lego yeah. part of, out and just leave them
1: floating. Y- yeah, I think you should. I think you should let them flow even more.
2: Yeah. They're very
1: very magical. Yeah. it's. it's I love the, the cloth. I love the red with the dots. It's really beautiful. I love the colors. Thank you for my aspirational,
2: hopeful image.
1: Yeah. And it, it's, I, I, I love uh, colors. I really love colors. <laughs> it's not a particularly deep image, but... Uh,
2: it, it is addressing an issue in the Lego universe that it, there there are so few heads. And I think in the women's heads that are flesh colored, that are not white, so anything darker, I think there's six and only one of them isn't and either a superhero or angry. So one mm-hmm. out of five mm-hmm. where you could actually get a... Mm. It's um, just a, a normal face, and needless to say, none of them are kids. So
1: I, I love a, the way you tell me this, and I have had no idea. I didn't even know that this was a problem. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean, I,
2: it's a really a big problem because if you can't see yourself
1: in a toy, then how can you? I totally agree. It's a, it's a huge problem. Uh, it's a huge problem you have to I, be able to identify yourself in the the toys
2: yeah so the, as, so I as a as a photographer in Lego universe I do have now all these colored heads on it that you will be seeing them more because I do want to show people of color in my images and I've done that in the past and it will be more of that into the future it's just moving yeah hopefully the company will 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 come with us <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I think they will. All right, so that's my hopeful image. So, uh are you going to give me a chance at describing yours? Or you want to describe? Yeah, your go
1: ahead. Go, <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Y'all yes, don't say it's two stormtroopers.
2: <laughs> I don't have to. You already did. <laughs>
0: Okay, so Christina
2: has presented something a little bit different, and she is known for combining images together in in various different ways. And so this is actually two images that overlap. And on the left, we have a vertical image of a backlit figure. It's standing, but not quite standing all the way, sort of knees are bent, hands are behind, not quite their back, but sort of looking down, uh, very warm tones, standing on a on a metallic or icy surface, so not a lot of details going on, little beautiful bouquet going in the background, so some light flares, uh, the image is a, a diffuse, not a lot of black, so your basic Christina high key image. Okay, so that's the image on our left is a vertical. Now overlapped with that, Kind of, ah, this is so hard to explain. Really challenging me here. <laughs> so on the right, you've got a smaller figure, almost the same as the figure on the left. So like we've got a tall version of this figure now. On the one on the right, we have a smaller version. But this is image is taken same scene, same background, but as a horizontal, and it's overlapped with the image on the left. So it's like Sort of jutting out of the frame, uh, overlapping. There's a little, there's, so we kind of like have a T going on here, T on its side. That's about as close as I'm going to get on this one. Again, figures backlit, some lens flare in the background, these lovely little circles. It's a uh, kind of white image. She's sort of leaning back a little bit and sort of staring at the other image maybe looking up at it they're almost looking at each other so they're both side views did i say that did i get that so we're looking at an image of two figures overlapping both side views kind of looking at each other how'd i do yeah great they're stormtroopers. Did I tell you they're
1: stormtroopers? <laughs> you didn't say. <laughs> How do you know it's stormtroopers?
2: So one's small and one's tall. And being the one on the right is Lego, there is no bending legs. The one on the left has the articulation, legs are bent, arms are back. So when you look at this, it's about hope. So many layers here. <laughs> <laughs> many many okay so we can read this no as like... it's only
1: two <laughs> <Well>. maybe three <laughs> There's a that's background. For most it's a, people, wide, it's a, a white layer. <laughs> There's a white layer layer and then there is a a, a horizontal layer and a standing layer.
2: <laughs> okay, so you have the physical layers of the images. But the but the meaning of the images is also pretty layered because if, if the if I saw this image on the wall and it and it's titled Hope, it's like who's hoping what? Is it the is it the younger, or we're gonna read this as younger and older stormtroopers. Are we reading this as a younger, older version of the same person? Or are we looking back at our younger self, hoping that we will be something more? Are we the younger one looking at the older one going, I, I'm hoping to be that when I'm older? Or are we gonna read this as a parent-child And that moment and here, full disclosure, child of an alcoholic, and if you've ever had that experience when you are approaching a parent who is drunk, you don't know what you're going to get. And so I read this and I'm like, okay, so is this child going to approach their parent and are they hoping they get a positive response? So you've got that sort of like this weird tension that's going on. And actually what's interesting about the bokeh, the, all the little lens flare bubbles of light is like, that's almost like this this connection between the two figures and the tension coming together, pushing apart, pulling together. It's really, it's like, so we've talked about this before about photography is a moment in time that that's what you're photographing and it's like at this moment of this tension between these two figures and where where is that hope? Is it is it aspirational? Is it regret? Is it uh hope for, for uh, an intimate moment? Is it uh is it worried about rejection? I mean that's so that's where I went with this.
1: Yeah. How'd I do? Really well. I really thought about that. I really thought about how we kind of put hope in a situation or in a person or in a, we look upon, we reflect upon it. We reflect on the possibilities before we actually, before we actually feel hope. We have some sort of reflection. And I wanted to portray that, that we kind of put it in some. Is in someone else, but even though it's in ourselves, and how we kind of changed all together, it's almost the same image, but it isn't. Or they kind of connect, but they don't connect. They you can't really know. Um, I really wanted it to, to be asymmetric as well, putting the images together.
2: No, it's it's really it's it's amazing, and I do like the way that you sort of where how you're referencing back to your your other your other work and you're bringing those same themes forward into the toy work and you're subverting the whole idea of toys and moving it into this whole other realm that's more universal. So
1: you win this round, Christina. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know it was a competition. <laughs> <laughs> It's not a competition,
2: but I I mean, part of this podcast is looking at photography and taking the time to examine the images in the same thoughtful manner that we're hoping the photographer has created that image and taking the time to really experience it. And and it's nice to be rewarded with that, with an image like this that really does speak to a person on many different levels, depending upon what experiences you're, you've had in the past and what you're bringing to that image. So to be rewarded with that, yeah, absolutely. Nice because work. I've-
1: Thank you. I really thought about how I wanted the two images to fall together. If I wanted it to be just yes, flat off, getting the image to float into one another, I could have done that easily. But I chose to actually show the, the squares of the images because I know that hope always kind of meets that, that corner or the the... Problem and you, you really don't know where the edges are, but you kind of feel that there could be a edge there. So I wanted it to portray as well. Uh, also,
2: the the idea of inserting one image into another. I mean, I mean, it's just like so many, so many levels that that one can deal with this. And and you're right about the that it hope is this nebulous concept that's out there. You feel it, but you don't know where it is you don't know where the edges are but it's just kind of this thing that's surrounding you and having the not a not a traditional square image yeah i I was thinking about this and this morning going well what what would it have been like if it was just a square and then it would have just been it was just been a christina image of two stormtroopers standing next father child mother mother child whatever um and it would not have had the same power as the two images layered. And then what's interesting is when you when you go to the blog and look at the image is that you see, you see the edge of the image inserting itself of this of the smaller horizontal image inserting itself into the taller bigger vertical image. You see you see that edge. Makes it yeah. really interesting.
1: Yeah, I really decided that I wanted it to show, even though it's just through his legs and just behind his hands on the back. And I really thought, will this work? Yeah, I'll. it will work. It will be the edge. <laughs> that It creeps me, creeps me out. I really wish I could take it off, but I need it because hope is always part of the hesitation about Kind of leaning towards hope is that you don't really know if it go is if it's going to be just the way you want it to be. It's just an imagination. It isn't really true.
2: Well, that's a negative, because it, yeah, it, but and, I started wait, there.
1: <laughs> I, well, I, it's I, interesting I, I,
2: that I, you, but okay, when you bring that up, and I notice that the stormtrooper, the smaller one on the right, he's leaning back. he's he's, yeah. he's not standing straight up. He's not leaning forward into the other figure. He's kind of like back a little bit. So he's hesitant. (laughs) (laughs) I like the way that the line between the two, by combining the two images, you get this line between them as well, which is like this invisible force field that's keeping them apart. Yeah. Well, thank you for rewarding my viewing with such an excellent image.
1: Thank you. Thank you for, for letting me do that. Thank you for sharing your thoughts around it. I, I'm honored.
2: I don't know how are we going to like uh, follow up that. I mean, seriously, it's like a <laughs> freaking showstopper, Christina.
1: But they're just toys. <laughs> <laughs> but we have decided to go forward to a new theme. What's the theme for the next month?
2: So I just want you guys to know that I threw out my theme idea and Christina's response (laughs) back was next month's theme is not, no, no, like, oh, that's great. I kind of like that. Maybe we'll hold on to that for another time. No, it was just like, no, next month's theme, everyone, is abyss.
1: (laughs) No, I didn't read it that. Maybe I wrote it that way, but I read it like you had this great idea. And I thought, all I see in my head is the abyss. <laughs> I kind of worked with your theme and, it and twisted it a bit. <laughs> that great,
2: great. Okay, so it's abyss. And I just want to warn you right now, I don't want to see a bunch of dark images. I don't want to see a bunch of images of people staring at each other or they're like, you know, they're they're whatever. Move beyond Nietzsche, everyone. We can we can do this. But next month's
1: theme is abyss. You, you have to give everybody the, the quote. No, it, no one else more than I were here before we started recording. So, so now you're kind of talking about the head of everybody. Yes, give I know. us that, the story. That
2: was, that was bad of me. Create any image you want. I want to see your interpretation of abyss, and I will struggle with this myself, so we'll all struggle together.
1: Yeah, we will. And um, what's your, th- your thought for Nietzsche and the abyss in which, in which we see ourselves? That's why you're talking about reflection and Nietzsche, isn't it?
2: Yeah, yeah, cuz reflections. I I I have another challenge going on in me, we, which is making me think about reflections a lot, which is making me think about doing a photo that that I have thought about doing for probably 4 years and I might actually get off my butt and do it. But I was reminded earlier in this podcast about being promised you a six image narrative, so I'll just have to <laughs> see which
1: one <laughs> But but now you also, you did it again, Shelley. You kind of teases us and you say, I have worked on this image idea for four years. Maybe I'll do it now. What is the idea and what is the image we will see? No, I'm not going to tell you.
2: I'm not. Because, and this is why I was thinking about all these challenges that people do and there's like monthly challenges, these inspirations. And I'm like, I can never do it because it literally when I have an idea, it literally percolates for weeks or months before I can get it out. I mean, moving this fast on an image for in hope is for me is like light speed, so. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You'll see, uh, practice, <laughs> you will practice and it will work well. <laughs> you just have to work around the theme and work around it and work around it.
2: It's good practice. It's good. Uh, it makes me think. So, uh, gosh, Christina, another super fun uh, podcast with you. So, thank you for allowing me to come along and have these amazing experience and this wonderful conversation about photography. So, thank you. And thank I want to thank all of our listeners for coming along on this ride with us.
1: It's just. Awesome. yeah me too thank you <laughs> thank you for doing that listening to us i'll listen to us first no josh will
2: <laughs> josh and we are we want to thank josh kittleson otherwise known as a great cleric for editing our podcast because we couldn't do this without you josh thank you
1: yeah thank you josh we love you for we- doing that and really thank you you're a hero yeah, you are.
2: <laughs> and then, uh, hey everyone, you know, you know the drill. Rate and review. Tell your friends. Let other people know that we're out there and we're we do this once a month, Christine and I. And we've got some interesting interviews that we have in the works too. So the toy photography podcast, we we will carry on, and we will see you next month for the TP underscore podcast underscore abyss theme. And when you can head to the blog for the deadline for your submissions for that one and we will see you next month thank you thank you shelly see you next month thank you christina see you next month
0: thank you so much for listening you can find new episodes of this podcast and articles on creativity and toy photography on our website toyphotographers.com. You can subscribe to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you enjoyed the episode, please leave us a five-star review. That will help spread the word about the show and help us get noticed. You can find us on Facebook at Toy Photographers, on Twitter at Toy Photo Blog, and on Instagram at underscore Toy Photographers underscore. But if you really want to connect with us, check out our MeWe community. You can find the link to it in the show notes for this episode and on the blog. This week's show is produced by Shelley Corbett and Christina Alexanderson. Music for this week's episode is courtesy of freemusicarchive.org and our podcast editor is Josh Kittleson. I'm James Garcia. You can find me on Instagram at therealjames23. For everyone here at Toy Photographers, thanks for listening. See you next time.